Hey, this is Damon Schroeder, and you're listening to the uh, Yuck Yucks Comedy Podcast. Did you know that Yuck Yucks can help you raise thousands of dollars for your charity, club, or organization? Just go to yuckyucks.com and click on fundraising. Be sure to visit us at www.yuckyucks.com and follow us on Twitter using hashtag YYCP. What's going on, my little yuckamaniacs? This is your host, Jake Hirsch. Welcome to the Yuck Yucks Comedy Podcast. We have got a dynamite show lined up for you today. I'm excited about this one because um, this was somebody new I, I, I met while he was on the road out in Calgary, his hometown. Well, I guess kind of his hometown. Uh, today's guest, Marito Lopez, joins me on the podcast. Yay! That's right. Marito Lopez, folks. This guy is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, originally from, well, originally from Calgary, we talk a little bit about, uh, his background and his family and, and, you know, where he grew up and all that good stuff. And, and he is uh, definitely a Calgary guy, um, and came up with some really good company, obviously with uh, people like Chris Griffin and, uh, there, you know, obviously there's a, there's a huge local scene here in Calgary where, uh, it's a real treat to interview people who have started out here and ended up, uh, in Toronto or, or, you know, one of the other markets and you get to, you know, talk shop and, and shoot the shit while they're back in town. To me, that's always fun because you kind of get a good insight as to what things were like, you know, five, six years ago or, you know, what have you, you know, and regardless before I came on the scene and, and started, you know, uh, doing this show and talking to comics about, ca- uh, comedy in Calgary. Uh, so it was, um, it was a real treat to sit down and talk to Marito. And, you know, this guy, like I said, is uh, is just a true talent. And uh, he was a real absolute pleasure to sit down and talk with on the show. Um, tonight, I am actually doing two intros. Um, I, I got the other one geared up for the Christmas season next week because we are going to be gone. And, uh, of course, um, but we'll still be releasing. We'll have it scheduled to release on the same day. So you guys will uh, keep going. You'll keep trucking with good, fresh content. Um God, I love having friends over. Uh, this evening, I had a good buddy of mine, Adam Ruby, uh, come by the house. Yeah, I, sometimes I just like to, you know, invite someone over, and uh, we just, you know, sit and bullshit, and and it feels like it's almost like a podcast, but it's not. We probably could have done a podcast, and it, you know, would have been uh, dynamite. Uh, we always have really good conversations. But Adam will just come out, you know, once every uh, every little while, and, and we'll just uh, hang out and shoot the shit. And and I, I extend that invite to uh, to quite a bit of people. Um, yeah, I mean, even if we don't do a podcast, there doesn't have to be a reason for people to come out and visit. I just uh, I just enjoy uh, hanging out with uh, with some of the locals here, man. It is dynamite. Uh, and I love talking comedy. I love just hearing stories like, you know, oh, you're on the road with so-and-so, or you went to go do a gig here and shit went sideways or, or, you know what? <laughs> I just love listening to stories about uh, the local comedy scene because of all the people that I know in it. And it's, it's, uh, it's fabulous. It's uh, it's a wonderful time. Um, in case you guys missed it last week, I did have the honor and privilege to uh, sit in on my good friend uh, Steve Simone's podcast. Um, hey, what a great response. I got a lot of messages on Twitter. A lot of people uh, you know, added me uh, on their Facebook uh, pages and stuff like that. It was, it, was, uh, it, was, it was great to see that immediate reaction. It's funny. You don't get to see that type of reaction uh, unless you do someone like Steve's show. I mean, my shows are dynamite. I don't think I'm anywhere close to the numbers that Steve, Steve gets. 
um, just because he's got, you know, such a great name and such a great following. Um, but it was, uh, it was such a blast. I got to sit down and do his show. Good times with Steve Simone. And it's, you know, if you go down that list of people who he has on there, it is, uh, it is a compelling list of people. So for me, it was a real treat and, uh, to be able just to, you know, get, uh, get to sit down with Steve first off and just visit. But secondly, to be exposed to his audience, because, uh, there's some, just some, uh, He's just got such a great guest list of people that he, I mean, Lee Syette, obviously from uh, the church of what's happening now, uh, Joey Coco Diaz, that's his producer. Um, and yeah, him and Lee, uh, you know, chat at the beginning of each podcast and they, they do a little rap and then, um, uh, and then they introduce the guest and, and it was just such a, it was such a cool thing to hear that. Uh, on that platform. So, so thanks again to Steve Simone and, uh, man, you killed it out here, buddy. You do every time you come, which is, uh, which is, uh, it's always great to see that. Um, Hey folks, stay tuned. Uh, this is a dynamite episode. As I said, Marito is a, is a fantastic guy. Very funny, very, uh, just very deep, man. Like we had a really good conversation and we both share that Latin blood. We got love for uh, La Gente. So this is the man, this is the, uh, this is the interview folks you guys wanted to hear. Stay tuned. Let's go chat with Marito Lopez. Marito. Yes. In the house. Man. Hello. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. Good. We almost didn't make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> but your, your fortitude, your patience, and your goodwill, you stuck by and you... And uh, we made it happen, man. Thanks yeah. for showing up, dude. Yeah, man. Sorry for being late. Not at all. Are you hungover at all today? No, I don't drink. You don't drink? Yeah. I'm tired, though. My <laughs> voice is gone. <laughs> How yeah. are you a comedian and you don't fucking drink, dude? Oh, man. I used to drink. Did you? I used to drink like crazy. Did you? Oh, man. You had, had to tone it down or Big what? history in Calgary of drinking. No way. Yeah, shirts off at Comedy Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> Shirts off at Juliet? No way. Yeah. Holy Me shit, and Chris dude. Griffin, man. Puppy ball crew. Dude. Cr oh, man. That's history. Chris Griffin is the shit, dude. Yeah. I love that guy, man. Yeah. I think he's toned down a little bit since he's been out to Vancouver, though. Oh, really? I think he's uh, kind of, yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah, calmed I, down I, a I bit. went full. <laughs> oh, full, <laughs> full tilt. Down. Full tilt. Yeah. We look like we should be related in some fucking way, We really way, do, bro. eh? You look Latino. I am. Are you? Do hablas español? A little bit. A little bit? Yeah, You're me Spanish? too, man. I am, bro. Sick. Yeah, man. Wow, look, white man's time is coming to an end. <laughs> we're slowly invading Calgary. <laughs> yeah, we're coming, man. We're coming for you. Uh, where are you from, man? Uh, El Salvador. El Salvador. Yeah. It's a beautiful country, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah? It's great, you still got lots of family back there? Yeah, tons, man. It's dangerous over there right it's now. It's very though. dangerous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where are you from? I am, well, I'm originally from the States. I'm from, like, I'm, I'm uh, second generation Texican, so... Back when Texas was a part of Mexico. Yeah. But yeah, all my family's from Mexico. Oh, man. dope, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Sick. crazy shit. Yeah, you don't see that very often over here. Yeah. It's a rarity, man, especially in Canada. Uh, and it's funny, like, when I go out places and I hear someone talking in Spanish, I get fucking excited, man. I'm yeah, like, man. Shit, there's somebody I can relate to or something. Yeah, there, there's, a there's a big Latino community in Calgary, man. There is. There yeah, is. Because of the Civil War in El Salvador and like mm -hmm. Guatemala, Nicaragua, a bunch of people came up here. That's right. I found yeah. there's even a lot of people from Chile. As oh well. yeah, Tons ton of Columbia people now. from uh, Chile, and I know we've got like uh, La Tiendona Market up in the Northeast. We've got oh, a bunch yeah. of places that That's are a classic great. place, definitely, man. So, yeah. so, dude, tell me, because you you came to Calgary when you were young, right? Yeah. You were like four, four. Wow, man, what yeah. was? It? I mean, obviously, it's a different. You're you're at a different level of. 
of understanding what's you know what's going on at four years old you don't really have much of a say but i mean did you assimilate in can i mean obviously when you come in at four years old you got friends that you grow up with and and stuff like that what was that experience like in calgary for you man did you oh man well, I, I remember everything from el salvador do you that's how like drastic the change was wow do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah but but it was cool man i liked i liked growing up here there yeah. was definitely racism a yeah, lot for you sure. know for sure like discrimination all that bullshit but like i think it made me a stronger person absolutely yeah. and i think part of that too i mean like there is some hardcore racism i think there's a lot of people that don't know like i remember when i first came to canada i came to canada the first time when i was younger but it was almost like people don't know where to put you because they don't know what nationality you are or yeah. they just see brown. They don't fucking think. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I came in, they were like, okay, is he Pakistani? Is he, you know, like, what the fuck is this guy or whatever? Yeah. Hawaiian? Like, what? They don't know how to place <laughs> you. And so I think part of that identity is you grow up kind of feeling like, you know, there isn't a really solid big identity unless you're with your family and your friends, man. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. But people on the outside, I don't think that they ever really understand that. When did you start getting into comedy, though? Uh, when I was in, like in 2009, 2009, I dropped out of college. No shit. I was drinking way too much, man. Really? Yeah. Going crazy. And then I thought that comedy would help me stop drinking, no but it made it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, man, that's the worst profession. It made to get it into. even worse. No shit, yeah. dude. So like, were you, were you a funny kid growing up? Were you always performing life, and yeah, yeah my always, whole life. were you getting in uh, trouble in school and shit? Not really, man. I was a good kid. Yeah. Like, you weren't like acting out and yeah, I hung out with cool cool guys and like i stayed away from like the gang shit all yeah. that stuff yeah, yeah. And, like in the northeast but i yeah man i i just did my thing like i wasn't the greatest student like i was always funny but i always yeah. passed by yeah, yeah yeah no shit man uh and then uh did you so i talked a lot of shit though did you as a kid you know those little latino guys that yeah, talk yeah. shit and <laughs> that was you by the big guys <laughs> that was me man <laughs> that was you that's still me <laughs> You stand behind the guy going, hey, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talking mad shit. That was me, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's badass, though, man. So so when you when you uh, you got into, uh, you so what, you went into college afterwards or what? You yeah. Went, and University, then you dropped out? And I was an uh, English major. No shit. Yeah. And then, so were you trying, like, open mics and stuff like that? Like, when did you first get the bug to try going up? Man, I don't, I don't know. Like, because uh, I dropped out of university and my parents were like, man, you got to do something. Right. I was like, man. I don't want to like get a fucking mortgage. Can we swear on this? Yeah, absolutely, okay. man. I don't want to get Help a mortgage. Yourself, please, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get a mortgage and like all this adult stuff. Tie you know that my friends, especially in Calgary, we're like so attached to doing that shit. Right, right. You know what I mean? To getting a mortgage and like having this uh, story. Right. You know right, what I mean? This absolutely. narrative of like being an adult. I'm like, I can't do that. And like, I've always wanted to be a writer, an actor, uh, everything. Yeah. And I was always a funny guy. So I'm like, I think my my best route to do all those things is to do being being funny, mm -hmm. you know. So I tried stand up. Wow, and man! I never thought stand up was dope, though. Right? You really? Know? No shit. I thought st I've I you know I love Chris Rock. I love Martin Lawrence. I was gonna Dave ask Chappelle. you like, who, who did you who did you look up to at that time? Like, were there people like Chris Rock, Chris Rock, and Dave Chappelle? Right. But I never was like, yo, I want to be those guys. Right. I you always just, just thought, oh, it. yo, those guys are hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But I've always wanted to be like Marlon Brando. No shit. Or like Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like a rapper. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always wanted to be like Jay Z. Right. Right. One of those guys. But then, like, when you saw comedians, they were always, like, those guys in the rap videos getting shit on. Right, you know? right. <laughs> right? And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to be a loser. <laughs> right, I want right. to be, like, the cool guy. I want to be Jigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Getting the girls, not 
like the guy in the video getting shit on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. But then I, I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna try it, and and then I did it. Tell me about your first your first time going up. Do you remember where, like, what club you're at, or, or were you at an open mic? Were you at an amateur night, or how yeah, did well, it go? Uh, Broken City. Broken City. Yeah, that's a place to be cutting your chops. Yeah, man. man. I that's called pretty. I called James Moore, the guy who runs it. Yeah, yeah, I know and James I told him, well. Yeah. I was like, yo, man, uh, I just went there because this other comic who went to high school with my my sister, mm-hmm. he was pu- putting on Facebook that he was doing open mic, so I messaged him and he said. Go talk to that guy. Right. So I did, and James was like, "Are you sure you want to do this, kid? Yeah. Sure you want to do this?" And I was like, "Yeah, man. Uh, uh, just tell me what to do." And he told me to write material and come back in a month. Wow. So then I was writing material, practicing it with my friends at parties, getting hammered, you know. And then I finally showed up on Comedy Monday Night, and when I got up there, the mic broke. No. And then I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just terrified. Right. And then I put it back together, and I did my first joke, and it got, like, a huge laugh. And then uh, the rest of the set was amazing. Wow, And I dude. killed. But I've never been able to kill like that again. <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Honestly. That was one of my – that's probably the best that I've ever, you ever had. done in your life. Ever. No shit. It was amazing. Like, people wow, were like – man. Wow. Going crazy. And I thought it was Chris Rock, you know? Yeah, you know what? I think that's the that's the crazy part about comedy, man, yeah. is that, like, I remember, because I did, I did, st- I tried stand up for about a year, and I did really well my first time, but then I, I walked off stage thinking, like, I'm ready for my fucking Netflix special now. Yeah, like, you know that's what, I, mean? what <laughs> I thought. I used to have a joke called, the, like, a Michael Jackson joke. Right. Right? And then I had one about, like, the Canadian flag being, like, the handicapped symbol <laughs> of flags. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, no one's ever going to hurt a Canadian. <laughs> Like all this stuff, <laughs> right? And I used to have like another joke about uh, uh, like white people. They they always come up to me and they're like, "Hey man, I know a lot of Spanish. Uh, ultra cerveza por favor, <laughs> you know." And then after I'm like, "Hey man, I know English. <laughs> I'm speaking English right now, you know, like fluently." <laughs> and nobody gives me a fucking medal or anything. But I thought those jokes were like HBO words, right? Right. But right. now I do them and they're they bomb all the time, <laughs> all the time. That's so funny, man. That comedy's like that, man. Yeah. It, what can give you such a great confidence booster can kick you in the balls yeah. a couple of years later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so when you walked off stage, you must have felt just like uh, you probably had that feeling like this is what I'm destined to do. Yeah. You felt like this was your gift that you had just tapped into. No. Uh, you know what? That's wrong. I, I, I never felt that. Like back then, I was like so desperate to find something. Really? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. To find an identity and, like, and the drinking and all that bullshit and, yeah. like, me getting kicked out of school and, like, stuff I was just going through. Right. I was just so desperate, man. But then lately, like, last year, I think is when I'm like, wow, I'm destined to do this. Right. Uh, that finally hit. Really? Hit like, seven years later. Wow. That I, hey, man, I think I'm destined to do this. No but shit. But back then, I was just so desperate and, like, blind. Just and looking drunk. For, right. Just trying to find some shit. Yeah. In my life. Wow, man! Take me through some of those first first years of comedy. Uh, oh, after man, you I did your really? so much, were, I were you for the first three years? Were you were you trying to hit like every open mic you could after yeah. that? You were you were well, going yeah. Hard? Well, like Calgary's so limited, right? And right. Back then, it was very limited, and and you couldn't really do any rooms in uh, in Calgary. You know, like it was sort right. of full pod to start a room. Sure. Because you had comedy Monday night, and uh, you you had to get permission from like. Uh, the Yuck Yucks people and like right. the Laugh Shop people. So the only mics you had was the Laugh Shop on Thursday, Comedy Monday night, and uh, I forgot when the Am Night was at Yuck Yucks. Right. But anyways, like, 
uh, you had really nothing. But then me and Chris Griffin and like Jesse Owens and a couple other guys, we just started doing open mics. Wow. We started our own open mics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And I remember when we did that, like the older comics were like, they were like, "Yo, you can't do that because you're gonna you're gonna make it look bad right. for professional comedy." Really? Amateurs do going out and doing shows and the stuff. shows. It's, yeah. it's just gonna look bad. And you're getting, because we were getting ourselves to headline and right. other amateurs to headline. Sure. Because we couldn't pay the the headline. Yeah, yeah. But then eventually we started making money. Right. We would pay the headliners. Right. But I remember we were shit on for the longest for, time. I, I don't think that's ever stopped, man. I think there's still a lot of people. Like one, it's it's it, it can be it still can be very territorial. Yeah. But two, it's like people almost think that if you go up and you start this. Uh, and you expose audiences to that, then they're going to get turned off by comedy in some yeah. way if it's not a world-class show. But but the flip side of that is that people need stage time. People need to to work out. People 100%. need to, 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 to start we, we did that, that crap. You know? yeah. And you know what, man? I also, yeah, you know what? I, even when, like, because we started a night on Tuesdays and a night on Wednesdays. Right. Uh, but then, like, Thursday, and then I, w- I wasn't signed yet, so I couldn't do Yucks on Fridays and whatever right so i would hit the comedy cave every night no shit i would just go and yeah. just wait there yeah and even if he didn't pull me on i just sat there wow man you know some like one of the names you mentioned there chris uh chris griffin yeah. a, a fucking amazing guy yeah, man. dynamite dude uh who else was on the scene back then who doug else was mutai doug mutai great doug guy Mutai's too, man. amazing man. amazing dude and it's just so shitty that because he he he's out of the country yeah, right now right back, yeah and like honestly doug is Doug and Chris are like the biggest guys I fear in yeah. stand up. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I started with them. Right. And like we would always battle. Yeah. yeah seeing yeah. who would have a better set. No shit. And like back the then they murdered me every single time. But did that push you to become better? Did that yeah, motivate man, you? Yeah, big time. Yeah. 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 Those yeah. guys are like my like brothers. Yeah. yeah. And it's shitty that Doug can't come here and show like Canada. Like, because man, me and Griffin got better. You right. know? Right. Me and Griffin got so much better. And. I, it's just a shame that Doug can't show his growth here right, right now. Right, right. Because I know he's still doing stand-up in Kenya. For sure. For sure. He's yeah. a hustler, man. Absolutely. And he's just a charming, funny-ass dude. Yeah. Just yeah, a yeah. good friend. But it's like, man, we're missing out on, on that skill over here. Like, yeah. he, on that on that gift that, that Doug has over here, man. Yeah. Like, that's that's a shame, dude. Yeah. That's a total shame. So, uh, and you know what's crazy about Doug? Yeah. Doug has that accent. So right. when Doug first started, people were like, yo, he's only funny because of his accent. Right. You know, people yeah, are yeah. just laughing at his accent. Right. But then the more the more and more you watch Doug, people were like, yo, those jokes are amazing. Yeah, he's got some funny like, fuck shit. Fuck the dude. accent. Yeah, yeah. Like, Doug is incredible. Yeah, and absolutely. I, and it was so dope to see him, like, change your opinion. Right, Like right. that. Where are you based out of now? Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. When did you think it was time for you to go? When did you realize it was time to make a move? Oh man, uh, like my third y- third year in, third year in, or fourth year in, I believe yeah. it was. Uh, like I got signed to Yucks and all that, but like I just I don't know, man. I kept getting into trouble, with, like with the booze and shit. What kind of trouble were you just getting? Fucking <laughs> not showing up to gigs, being hammered at gigs. Yeah, staying in the town and missing my rides. Right. Like I was an idiot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was a straight fucking moron. <laughs> yeah, even even now I'm still an idiot. But like back then I was it was even worse. But I uh I don't know. Uh I just I was like, "Well, you know you know what changed me, man? Honestly, uh I was bombing a lot here." Right. 
right? But for some reason, yucks put their faith in me. Mm-hmm. Like they signed me, right? And they were like, "You have a good energy, right? Right? Right?" And um, but Dave Mahesh, the first yeah, time yeah. he ever came by here, yeah, I was like, I saw him like go up there and just start yelling and like talk about hip hop and just be this cool Lebanese dude, right? And white people were like, "Oh man, this guy's so awesome," yeah. And they would like watch him, yeah. right? Yeah. And, but then like I felt when I would go up there and try to be Latino, right? That I would. I was sort of being judged, right? Or they were looking at me like, "Oh, this what's this little yeah, yeah, Mexican yeah. doing up on stage?" Sure. But then when I saw Dave sort of master that, right? Uh, I was like, "I got to do that." Like yeah. that's what I want to do. That's what I've always wanted to be. Wow, man! You know? So I saw Dave, and then the bonus, like a bunch of like Poloni, like I right. saw videos of him, and I'm like, "Man, Toronto is where it's at." Right. Like, no disrespect to Calgary, sure. But I was like, um. I I can't be here. Right. Like if I want to be anything, yeah, I'm not gonna. Be, it's not gonna. It's be it's here. not gonna happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it ain't never gonna happen here. Right. So then I I left and then yeah, and what was your experience like when you first got there? I know that like I was I just got back from Toronto a couple of weeks ago yeah. and it was my first time there and uh, I went out to see the showcases for the festivals for yeah. for yucks and stuff, uh, but I met a, a tremendous amount of talent out there. And it can only speak to some of that experience that, that, that you're talking about. I mean, you talk to some of the comics here and, you know, you ask, hey, how many times a week do you go up? And it's, you know, you know two or three. In Toronto, it seems like it's like, oh, I do eight, 12 rooms yeah. a week or 13 rooms a week, man. And it's it's just a lot of opportunity for people to get better. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the ex- experience for oh, you? Oh, yeah, there? man. I went out every single night and just really? started meeting people, connecting with people. Did your party life carry over there at all? Yeah, well, like I went there sober, and then like I I slept again. Right. Uh, I slept a bunch of times. I'm I'm s- I've been sober eight months now. Awesome, so like man. It's so like I'm uh, I'm on a really good like level space. Yeah. Uh, well, sorry, mind space, and just leveled and more balanced, right? Right. So like, uh, I I feel like Toronto has made me an adult. Sure. Not 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 just as a comic, but just as a person. As a person. Yeah. Even yeah. though I've slipped and fallen. Yeah. Like uh, I used to be really ashamed of that, but now it's just like. People have to make mistakes. People well, fail. Well, it's funny, though, man. I mean, I've interviewed hundreds of comedians, and I think that everybody deals with that on some level. Yeah. I know that uh, I've talked to comedians where they started off just doing, like, I just do a shot to calm, to calm the nerves before I go up on stage. Yeah. And then before you know it, you're fucking doing it every night. And then before you know it, you're partying until 3 o'clock in the morning every night, and yeah. then it, it carries over till the next day, and it's just like... There's a lot of people. I mean, I remember the first podcast I did for Yuck Yucks was Sam Sam Tripoli, mm-hmm. and he was sober at that time. I don't know if he still is or not. I, yeah. I hope he is. But but at the time, he was just like, uh, there comes these points in my life where I'll slip for a bit, and then I'm back. But I think the point of it is that every time that they become sober, it lasts for longer periods of time yeah. than it does before. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you just see the, the gradual, right? You keep getting better and better and better yeah. and better. Yeah. And, and do you find what's your comedy like uh, as opposed to you not being sober? Is, is it the same? Is the quality better when, when well, you like find that you're sober? Times better it is. I'm, yeah. When I'm drinking. But then I realized, man, like, it doesn't, like, comedy has nothing to do with it. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, when I'm sober, I'm good at everything. Right. You know? Right. I'm just good at being a good brother. Right. Like, son, everything. And then I just started realizing. Man, I'm so attached to this like comedian title right. that I thought comedy revolved like everything revolved around comedy. Right. But now it's just like no, man, everything revolves around my health right. and my well-being. So like now I'm not scared of going to a bar and like 
seeing booze. Sure. Because now I'm like, man, I, it, as long as I take care of myself and I love myself, I'm right. not scared anymore. That's a beautiful that. thing, man. Yeah. That's fucking dynamite, dude. Yeah. That's badass. So uh, your time in Toronto now, how long have you been there now? Uh, five years. Five years, man. Five years. Holy shit. Or four years. How often do you come out in the West? Um, I, I used to, uh, I've been out since I, uh, man, I used to go every year, but then I haven't been back in two years cause like, you know, I was going through shit, sure. but now I'm back and it's just like amazing. I yeah. love being back home. What's this it is like? Where I'm from. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, man, what's that like for you coming back to Calgary? I mean, do you see a lot of old friends? You yeah, see families, man. everybody, like, all my friends is, are here, all my family, like my friends think I'm a celebrity. Yeah. You know, because I put up stupid pictures on Instagram and people like them. Yeah, yeah. And like on Facebook, they like them. But I'm like, nah, not, I'm not at all. But it's so cool to see your friends be like, oh, he's representing for our city. Absolutely. He's representing for the Northeast. Yeah. And it's just so cool to have that. Yeah, man. And, and coming back home, like, it, 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 I was scared. Like, I had a fear of being like, oh, man, I hope these guys don't think I'm just a loser who's like doing mics every night. Right. They see me and they're like, no, man, you're an artist. Yeah. Like, you're out there, and you're doing your thing. Dude, and then you go up to the Yuggs Club, and you see a huge poster with you on it. Yeah, and, and, and like, Griffin, I'm doing a show with him. Yeah. And we both started together, you That's know what I mean? That's fucking crazy, And man. it's cool, because, like, I'm in Toronto, and he's in, in Van. Vancouver. Yeah. Like just opposite ends, doing our thing. Have you ever tried talking him into coming out to uh Oh, yeah. To man? Big time. He, yeah. Man, I think Griffin's one of the funniest guys in the country. He's hilarious, yeah. man. Great dude, yeah, man. man. Great insane. guy. Who is some of the crowd you hang out with in Toronto? Oh, man. Uh, a, b- a bunch of my buddies just moved, actually. Did they? Like, to, to the States, but, like, Dave Mahesh. Yeah, yeah. Alex Pavone, Pat Bircher, uh, Mark the Bonus, I see him yeah, a lot. Yeah, Garrett Jameson, uh, Nigel Jameson, Grinstead. Uh, I just interviewed Nigel in, yeah. in Toronto. I sat down with him. I sat down with the Rob Bebenek. Him, uh, too. Bebenek's Anthony, the man. Anthony Malekas. Um, I, I, uh, oh, man, who the fuck? Nigel Grinstead was a fucking killer. Rob yeah. Bebenek killed it. He was dynamite as well. There's so much great talent out there, man. Yeah, man, it's insane. It's incredible it's like city. A, the hub, it's yeah. just nonstop. And then I walked down the street uh, to Burrito Boys uh, <laughs> when the bar closed and uh, and got myself some pretty good Mexican food out there. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a <laughs> good. A it's bunch a good of town, man. It's there. a good yeah. town, dude. I love it's it. It's a good place, man. Uh, it, it's uh, it, but but yeah, I mean to see that and and then to see you come out here and and just be kicking ass, man. It must feel fucking great. Yeah, man. And I, I I've made some of the biggest connections there, like like running at the mouth, with like with Aisha Brown, yeah, Mark James Heath and Janelle Dennis, like yeah, yeah, we're doing awesome things. That's badass, man. Yeah. What's up next for you? How long are you out west for? What's the plan? What do you? Uh, uh, I leave on like the twenty fifth. Okay. And then I I go to Toronto and uh, I got I got uh, like a bunch of running at the mouth shows. Nice. We're releasing a new album, badass, which is gonna be dope. Man. The Cream Soda Fur Coat. We nice. got like Keith Pedro rapping on it, Chris Robinson. Dude, Aisha I saw Brown. Keith out there. I just uh, I just saw Keith out there, and uh, dude, he's a guy I'd love to bring out west too, man. He's yeah, a fucking man. Killer. He would kill it here. So many Filipinos in Calgary. Exa- exactly, and yeah. his energy is through the fucking yeah, roof too, and man. He's like such a sweet dude, man. He's done so much for me. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing, man. Are there people in the industry you look up to, or oh yeah, there is Keith a lot. Pedro, yeah, Dave Mahesh, like Dave Mahesh is like man. my. You know, like my mentor. Yeah. He's like the main dude, Alex Pavone. Yeah. Uh, Nick Beaton, man. Nick He's fucking Beaton's amazing. Dude, just man. worked yeah. with him this weekend. And uh, yeah, just uh, there's just so. Bebenik. Bebenik. Rob Bebenik. There's uh, so many guys that I look up to. Dom Bray. Yeah, Dom he, was here big. in Calgary, man. Chris Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. 
That guy. I like just had Chris out on one of my shows last uh, last Tuesday yeah. uh, on election night, uh, which I think scared the fuck out of everybody. But <laughs> uh, but yeah. no, man, Chris uh, Chris is dynamite too, man. Yeah, um, I'm not even scared great. of the whole election thing. No. Yeah, I was like pumped. Like my friends were like, yo, bro, <laughs> like you seem too happy because they were depressed. All my friends were depressed. What's your take on it? And man? I was like, man, fuck that. Like, I don't that's not going to depress me. Right. You know what? I, like, first of all, everybody's like, yo, I can't believe that they voted in uh, a president who who's misogynistic and racist. And I'm like, man, every one of them has been that. Absolutely. Ronald Reagan, Adam Jackson yeah. or Andrew Jackson, whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah. George Washington. Every yeah. single one. Absolutely, right? man. And then now it's just like, OK, I get it. You right, know what I mean? Right. And it's like, if anything, I'm going to be even more Latino now. Yeah. I'm going to be Latino as fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love it, dude. Yeah, man. man. That is badass, man. Where can people find you, bro? You got a uh, website, social media. What do you uh, got going, man? My Instagram is at no champagne poppy. And you've got some dynamite pictures on there. <laughs> I was I was, I was, was creeping out some of your stuff before I came to interview you, bro. And, and you've got some fucking dynamite pictures. There was one, I think, on your Facebook with you and Griffin with with your shirts off yeah, in the green, green room. <laughs> That's the shit, dude. Yeah. That was great, It looked man. like I won a prison fight. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are squaring off in the yard. Yeah. It was great, man. Uh, okay, so you got uh, you got Twitter. You got, uh, or sorry, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Twitter? Yeah, at F. Marito L. All right. And yeah. anything on Facebook? Got a Facebook fan page? Uh, yeah, Marito Antonio Lopez. Perfect, brother. Yeah. Thanks for doing this, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Awesome. Honor, bro. Thanks. Honor, man. All right, folks, and there you have it, the interview with uh, Mr. Marito Lopez. Check him out. Uh, check him out on Facebook and on Twitter and all that good stuff, man. What absolute howl. That dude is just, he's legit, man. I love that guy. Um, hey, stay tuned. We got a Dynamite Christmas episode coming up as well. Uh, very good uh, guest coming up here. Mr. Donovan Destrin is on the next episode. Stay tuned for that. And uh, if I don't uh, if I don't talk to you guys, happy holidays from Big Jake and uh, the whole crew here at Yuck Yucks. Mr. Mark Breslin, executive producer Kira Williams, of course our webmaster Camille Argue, and uh, her wonderful husband Lane Argue lays down all the wonderful acoustic tracks for this uh, podcast. Check them out, LaneArguGuitar.com. And until then, folks, we will see you next week. <laughs>